where the fun begins. What's up, guys? My name is Tony, a.k.a. Star Wars Sith, and welcome to another episode of Sith Talk, where we talk Star Wars news, rumors, and coming soons. Today, we have on the show Hannah from the Rayside channel. How are you doing today, Hannah? I'm doing so well, mate. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, awesome. All right, so tell us a little bit about your channel, what your channel focuses yeah. on, and where they can find you at. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so the, my channel, The Race Side, uh, is basically based on a variety show that I wanted to create. Uh, so basically every week I do a live show where we make something, build something, craft something out of materials, and it's obviously all Star Wars based. So we've done Lego builds, mm -hmm. we've painted planets, we've made Star Wars pancakes. It's purely just a variety show of like creative fun, and it's not meant to be super like professional. It's very much yeah. uh, like, a, like a homemade kind of Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm. kind of yeah Star Wars fun for kind of what most fans would do and it's definitely what I did as a kid how I kind of just love Star Wars like to make things uh, make your own lightsabers and things like that and uh, yeah that's kind of the basis of the channel and then I do like reviews and reactions and all the, yeah, all the general yeah. stuff people do yeah got you awesome all right so yeah. I'll put your um, information down in the description below that way people can subscribe to you because they should check you out for sure so I got three questions I'm going to ask you. They're very, very tough. Okay. So okay. the first one is, what is your favorite Star Wars movie out of all the films? Yes, I love this question. It is immediately The Phantom Menace. I am a big, nice. big Phantom Menace fan. Yeah, love the nostalgia. Love the whole style of the movie. It is, it is definitely number one. Yeah. Nice. Not a lot of people go to Phantom, like, at all. Right? Right? But, le I but like, Phantom Menace is epic it's awesome like yeah. seeing like young obi-wan qui-gon mm. maul how r2 came about right? like he was a random joy that, sur that survived seeing yeah. c-3po be built by little anakin like mm. there's a lot of gems in that movie which is it's crazy exactly i want it's what i love about it. it's like the starter of everything that we see to come in the in the saga so i, I love it's the beginning of everything yeah, and I remember seeing it back in 99 and, and like, noticing, like, everything. Like, oh, my God, that's how this started. That's where th that person came from. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good one. Mine would have to be just Revenge of the Sith. Like, that movie, yeah. just the, the impact, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Best, I think that's probably the best made Star Wars movie. I could argue yeah. that. Like, it's, like, oh. the cleanest one. It's so good. No, for sure. So then the next question is going to be, what is your favorite Star Wars show? So it could be live action oh. or animated, but what is your top, like, this is, this is it. And this is why. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I think, oh, geez. I, I think I would have to it's say tough... Clone Wars. I yes. think Clone Wars. Yeah. It is a tough one though. Cause I, I kind of, I really enjoyed Kenobi. I was a big Kenobi fan. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think Clone Wars is like the most like 10 out of 10 show for me. I think, yeah. um, you know, the character of Ahsoka kind of resonated a lot with me. Kind of my age growing up was very similar to her age. So uh -huh. I very much like related to her kind of, uh, kind of experience and, you know, wanted to be her and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Clone Wars fan. So I, yeah, Clone Wars number one, for sure, for sure. Yeah, for me, it's Clone Wars 2. And it's mainly because mm. season seven, because that final season, just oh, the yeah. quality, put it over the edge. Insane. Now, yeah. Now, if there wasn't a season seven, if it ended at six, I would have said Rebels, because Rebels for me had so yeah. much in it. 
there's a lot underrated. of levels. It yeah, is. It really, yeah. it really is. Yeah. So yeah, sure. now if Mando keeps going and has like four, five, six seasons and it keeps getting crazier and crazier, I can see potentially mm. Mando taking the throne for me. But I guess we'll yeah. see how long that lasts. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be, be interesting. I can see Mando being like a one of those ones that kind of turns into Clone Wars, where like we'll end up having like seven seasons of Mando, yeah. and it just kind of keeps going. But uh, yeah, I kind of agree with you there. I think the quality of Mando is very uh, like the storytelling is up there for me as well. Yeah, top notch. Mm. All right. So the last question is: Who is your yes. favorite Star Wars character? Oh, this is a painful one. What? Yeah. <laughs> There's too many damn characters. Um, I th- I think I have to go with Princess Leia. I think she's a super okay. complex character, and she's got a lot of facets to her. And you know, there's there's a lot of content outside of the movies. Of there's a lot of Leia books I've gotten into. Princess yeah. Leia of Alderaan, uh, Bloodline, which both of those books like is when she's a teenager, and then when she's a little bit older, post um, uh, <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Oh my god, mind blank mm-hmm. there. Um, and just her, her character as a whole, I find so fascinating and, you know, her kind of journey of being this politician, a senatorial, very much what, what Padme was, but then she does have, you know, she has the force. She's, she's the son of Anakin's son. She's the daughter of Anakin Skywalker. So like she has the force, like that's such a interesting balance. And if I I do have to say, I wish that was actually explored more in uh, video media, like in some sort of a show or some somewhere i would love to see her character expanded upon because i just think there's so much to her that we still haven't seen yet even though we've gotten a lot of her but yeah princess leia that's awesome not a lot of people say leia but like that's a really Mm. really good one like you can't go wrong with her especially like all the og carrie fisher and like the um the og trilogy Mm. a new hope she's just so snarky and i I just right she's got the sass in there yeah so good yeah (laughs) So for me, it fluctuates usually between three. It's it's usually Maul for the most part because I love Darth Maul. But then mm. it'll bounce between Anakin and Boba Fett. So those are yeah. kind of like the ones that I resonate with the most. But Maul, yeah, sure. I just remember as a kid back in 99, seeing the trailer and just be blown away. Like, who is this dude? He looks terrifying. And then the dual saber, seeing that for the first time ever, it just blew my mind as a kid. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so, so yeah, definitely yeah, between, between those. Yeah. Yeah. So, I love it. I love it. So I got some articles we're going to get into in a minute, but I got a funny yeah. story on how I found your channel. And, Yay. Uh, it's, I love it's probably these. like, it's probably like <laughs> most people's. So I I was watching Nerd Theory Monday live as I usually do on Mondays. And I remember the episode and like before you got on that episode, you have what, like four, five, six hundred subs or something like that. Do you remember? No, not, I had I had just over 200. I, I, th- I was about okay. 205. I remember because okay. I was like counting one by one. I was like, OK, I OK. So, OK. Yeah. So I was watching and then I saw Theory posted the link and he had a bunch of people on. So I was like, all right, that's cool. And then at one point it froze and then all that was left was you. And you were like, hello, is it just me here? And you took it over. <laughs> and like, I'm not going to lie, before you came out, I was kind of getting a little bored because it was like a bunch mm. of people and everyone was talking over each other. So yeah. when, when you came on, you just crushed it. And I was like, oh, shoot. So I went right away and I subbed. 
And I think when I went, I, I was like number like three or 400. And then oh, wow. I was kind of, I was kind of nosy. And then the next day when I woke up, I looked again, cause I wanted to see what your sub count was at. And mm. you were over a thousand, like the next morning, yeah. I was like, holy crap. So what was that like running oh. <laughs> a, a 3 million subscriber show and then mm. like kind of blowing up overnight from 200 to over a thousand subs? Yeah, it, it was a very, very strange, like 24, 36 hour period. Yeah. Uh, and like, like you said, like, that's exactly how it went. Like everyone was trying to get in and I kind of jumped on actually not like really expecting to go on. Like I was literally like folding washing as I'm like watching the show yeah. and there's like, oh, come on in. And I'm like, that, that'd be funny. Imagine if I got on that. That's so funny. <laughs> And then, like you said, like the whole ton of events, like everyone's cut out, like no, Josh, Josh, they aren't even there. <laughs> and it's just me. Yeah. And it is funny. I, I went back and watched it myself. And it's like 60 seconds of me just going, Am, is it just me here? Am I alive? Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> like what is going on? Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know what happened. I, I think I just kind of clicked into host mode. I think, you know, on my own channel, it is just me doing the live show. So I'm pretty yeah. versed in, in just having the camera and going, Hey, let's talk about Star Wars. This is what I think about this and and kind of presenting in that way. So that was very natural to me in that situation. Yeah. Um, and I try, I honestly don't look at the amount of people watching or, or who's in their life because yeah, yeah. I know okay, like it can be distracting. So I don't think I really realized like the kind of the weight and the amount of people are like having eyes on me at that moment but then yeah it really set in afterwards when I when I hopped offline and uh and then I yeah I just I think I, I texted my bro I have two other brothers that that follow theory as well and I texted oh, them wow. going, guys I just I just got a theory somehow and they're like what the hell's happened and then I, and then I checked the channel and it climbed yeah a couple hundred just like every 10 minutes a couple more hundred and I was like what the hell is going on so it was pretty, it was pretty insane. And like I said, I've like, I only started the channel back in July last year and uh -huh. you know, uh, so, so every 10 new subscribers I was counting, you know, on yeah. my hand, go, oh, this person yeah, subscribed. Yeah. yeah. I got one more, two more. And you know, it was the, it was the little victories. So then to, you know, be cheering on five more subscribers and then I'm going, how do I cheer on 500 more subscribers? Like I, my brain was just not computing what was happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was a, a freak of, of nature. It was just uh, just such a fluke. But I, I take it. I don't believe in luck. I believe in the force. So hopefully yeah. that was the goodwill of the force. <laughs> no, that, that was. And it was so funny when you came on, you were like, is it okay if I plug my channel? And then you just plugged your channel. I, and that's what's, I felt bad yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah, no, but it it worked. And like, that's crazy. And, it, and it's funny because they, they still mention you all the time. Like, I don't know if you saw this last Monday, the whole show, but I sent them a super chat right at the beginning. And I mentioned that I was yeah. gonna, I started my, my podcast and I was going to have you on this week. And they're both like, oh, cool. And then they mentioned oh, you like wow. three or four times more later in the show. Like one point. Josh left because he had to go to the bathroom and theory was like, where's Hannah when you need her? Like they were like name dropping <laughs> you a bunch. Oh, yeah. It was pretty that funny. Is, that is epic. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then I, I remember uh, when he had the whole bricks and screws thing, he brought you on and you were on that episode <laughs> too. And you had like oh. the screws ready to go and you were kind of showing them and like, spooling them. You have yeah. Screws. yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. It's yeah. uh, it, it's a, it's a good time. I, I mean, um, it's just interesting connecting with new, uh, you know, Star Wars creators and theories, you know, pretty well known for being the the top dog in the Star Wars yeah. content creation. So 
it's been pretty epic to be like, oh, he knows my name. That's that's random. I'm just this random, you know, 23-year-old Aussie in the, you know, middle of Australia just doing this and he knows my name. So it's it's pretty yeah. pretty freaky. <laughs> that's awesome. So awesome. Yeah. All right. So the first article we're going to get into, I'll bring it up in yeah. a second. It's about celebration. But yes. speaking of Star Wars celebration, so I know you were at Anaheim. It, was mm. that your first celebration or have you been to a couple? Yeah, that was, that was my very first celebration. Very, very first. Um, and it was a pretty good first. A lot happened. <laughs> there was a lot to see at it. Were you there um, for all yeah. four days? Yes, all four days. All four days. Yeah. And did you did you get into all the major panels? Uh, I, I would say, yeah, the major ones. Like, I was in the, the opening ceremony one, and I think that was linked with the Mandoverse one, I, if I the, remember correctly. The, the Lucas panel two? showcase on the first day? Yeah. Yeah, 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 that one. So that was the that, same show, wasn't it? Yeah, that panel, I almost cried like four times. It's so, I did cry four times. <laughs> yeah. So like when they came yeah. out and they had Duel of the Fates, they were playing that live. Like that's my favorite mm. song. And then when mm. Hayden and Hewen came out on stage oh, and invited just... us back to, I was blown away. And then um, I didn't expect the stage to rotate and John Williams to pop up and play us a couple songs. Yeah, like that was and then awesome. and then and then Harrison comes out. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's the grumpiest man when it comes to Star Wars, and right? he just strolls out for John Williams. Yeah. Like that was like freaky. I've never seen a panel that crazy, but like for you to experience that for your first like first thing, like first celebration, first like time in an auditorium like this, like seeing yeah. something like this, it was just like all these major things happening. And I was like, oh my God, so great way. (laughs) So what'd you think about the overall, your whole time there for those four days? Yeah, it was just, it's, it's what you see people talk about it as it is just such an overwhelmingly joyful experience just to be immersed like that into Star Wars. Like I've been to a a few conventions, like comic conventions uh, here in Sydney and you know that that's that's good, and you'll see the stormtrooper, and you'll see a Darth Vader, and that's fun. But to be in a place where I don't even know how many people are there, like ten thousand people, I don't know. More um, than that, the, yeah, the, yeah. I just, I it, the amount of people was just so overwhelming in a great way of just, and and everyone's dressed up. Most people are dressed up yeah. in cosplay, and if you're not in cosplay, you're just decked out with your Star Wars shirts and hats and everything. Yep. And it was just such a, a warm environment of like. Wow, I can just be the total utter nerd I I want to be right now, and just like nerd out, talk about Star Wars, and look at everything, and have fun with it. So, yeah, that that was pretty much just my whole experience the four days, just walking around with my mouth open, just going, yeah. "Oh my, this is epic!" Yeah. So that's the third one that I went to. My first one I went to was 2017 in Orlando, and oh, I only yeah. went for I only went for two days because I figured, oh, two days would be enough. But like after the two days, I was like, wow, that was not enough. So <laughs> me and me yeah. and my buddy, uh, Chicago was 2019. We got the five day pass. So we went to Chicago. That was amazing out there. And then for Anaheim, we got the four day pass right away. So he's actually mm. coming with me too. We're going to London. So we have the four day pass for out there. So yeah. so excited for that. Oh. That it should be a pretty good celebration, I think, because I I my if I had to guess anything for the celebration, I feel like we're gonna get a lot of Ahsoka content, Ahsoka, if not an Ahsoka yeah. trailer. Um yeah. and same with Skeleton Crew. Like there's kind of been odd rumors that like, oh, 
pretty good rumors that both have kind of wrapped their production and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we're ready for a trailer. I, I think that's where we'll be getting those and things like that. Yeah, I think for sure we'll get an Ahsoka panel and a trailer and a release date because it's dropping this yeah. year. Yeah, right? And then <laughs> We still yeah. don't know when. <laughs> yep. And then Skeleton Crew will probably get a panel, but the other panel that's for sure is the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Mm. So I'm hoping Mark Hamill is out there because I want to oh, get a picture imagine. with him. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. I'll Insane. probably cry. I'll probably cry if I see that man and get a photo with him. Like that, <laughs> he just means so much. Like it's yeah. it's Mark yeah. Hamill. Like, oh. It's, so it's, I feel like that's just the sentence to sum it up. It, it's Mark Hamill. It's yeah. like it's Mark Hamill. Like you just yeah. can't describe it. It's just like it's him. It's him. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the first article I have is actually about London right. celebration. So I don't know if you saw, they they announced the first wave of guests that are going to be there. Yes. Yes. And there's a, it's a pretty, a, a lot of them I think are like, oh yeah, they, these people like expected, I feel. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. So we got Anthony Daniels, which this man is at everyone consistently. <laughs> like, and he Never has missed. so much, yeah, he has so much fun. Were you there for the Attack of the Clones panel? At Anaheim? I wasn't. I, I missed that oh, one. I missed that one. So that one was great because he was just so funny and telling us behind the scenes stuff and like a lot of like he has he always has funny, great stories. It's like really mm -hmm. amazing. So looking forward to him. Great guy. Then we yeah. got Ahsoka. Oh, she's amazing. She's always there. Yeah. So um she'll be there, which is great. Hopefully they give her more work, man, because she's just so awesome. I'm glad they did Tales of the Jedi just to be able to hear her mm. again. Did you hear um, the one the one rumor for uh, the Ahsoka show that the flashback, how supposedly there's going to be a younger Ahsoka? You've heard that flat like rumors about that. Yes, right? yes, I now, have. Yeah. Now another rumor I heard, and I don't know how true it is. It's probably not true, but I just heard it, and I kind of want it to happen, and it makes sense. Is that mm -hmm. the Ashley Eckstein might voice the young Ahsoka in the flashback? Yeah, I and I, that would be interesting. Like I'm, I'm fascinated to see how well they can like kind of line that up and actually, yeah, uh, do it because I, I forget the name, but there, there is a rumored actress to be playing yeah. the young Ahsoka she, who looks from, physically yeah. like the structure of Ahsoka. It's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think she's the actress that was in House of the Dragon, one of the younger girls from House of the Dragon. Yeah, the young ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, so but 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 uh, Ash Ashley's voice is just obviously iconic. It is the sound of Ahsoka for a lot of people. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would I would love her to come back and uh, do a bit of yeah, a uh, uh, voice voice. I guess that's still voiceover work, eh? Hey? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, because they they've done it before, like in Solo with Maul. It was Sam Witwer's voice, but that was Ray Park's body in that hologram. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Which, so, so it's it's clearly something they're versed in and uh, uh, able to do. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, we got good good old snips, and then of course Anakin's there, Matt Lancer. So that's awesome too. Like he goes to all of them as well, which is great. Mm. He's a, he's a, he's a great guy. I I I wouldn't mind if he ever played a live action Anakin, to be honest, like, I, I feel like that's a spicy take because I love yeah. Hayden Christensen so much, but I don't know. I maybe in like 10 years time, I, I feel like he could play a cool young Anakin or something. Yeah. That'd be cool. 
I wouldn't mind that. And then we got D. Bradley Baker. So you were in that panel for this Bad Batch, right? Yeah, yeah, that was great. He's a great guy, uh, and uh, he he um, I think it, did you film that? Did I did you film yeah. that? The the readings readings of it when yeah. they read a part of the script. Uh, her him and Michelle Ang uh, as Amiga was just mind blowing, and it's just like it's it's like you know the fact that he does all the clones, but then to see him switch between like he's yeah. speaking as hunter than tech than than wrecker and then echo it's like okay wow this this all these voices is from one man it's it's crazy it's so crazy it blew my mind to see that to be in the room and see that like you know it but like seeing is believing and like even when i posted that video so many people were like it's one guy like they were in all if you read the comments they're just shocked read that <laughs> he's all the clones i was like yeah he does he does all of it he's every single clone ever which is wild <laughs> but um yeah yeah for sure but yeah it's it's good that he's going i'm glad that uh, i hope he gets some good bad batch love over there that'll be cool yeah no for sure then we got Giancarlo esposito this guy, he's a great, he's such a great uh, ambassador for Star Wars, might I say. He's just out there. He's he been is. out there ever since the start of Mando, just being like, Star Wars is great. Get amongst it. Like, what a what a great guy. And he's just great in everything he does. So mm. he's in a lot of stuff. Like, I don't know if you've ever, ever seen Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, The Boys. This yeah. man is putting in work. And he just dropped a new show on Netflix, um, Kaleidoscope. And that was really good too. So like everything he does, oh, yeah, 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 he's in that. So he's great. I met him in Anaheim, and I took a picture, and I had a, a Breaking Bad T-shirt on, and um, a Walter White missing sign from the show, and I had him hold it, <laughs> and he gave like the so death good. stare of Gustavo Fring. It was so funny, but yeah, oh, he's an awesome amazing. guy. Yeah, he, he's an awesome guy. And then, oh, we got little oh, uh, Vivian yes. Blair. Yeah. Stunning. Oh, yeah. she She's wonderful. And I I, th I really hope, and I, I haven't seen too many negative negative things, to be honest, so far, but uh, I hope she gets a great reception because Star Wars doesn't have a great uh, history of, you know, how well their child actors go after the Star Wars <laughs> movies. So <Poor laughs> I hope Annie. this is a little different. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, so. So you were at the red carpet Kenobi premiere, right? Yeah. Celebration. Yeah. So when she came out on stage, she was so happy. Wow. And she's like, and yeah. people went nuts for her. Like, I, I like did, she yeah. was almost like above like the like Anakin and uh, like like Hayden and Ewan coming out. Like she yeah. was almost above that. Like people yeah. went nuts for her. It was amazing. We didn't expect to see her. She was the last one. She just ran out so little and ran to, I think, like, uh, Hugh and gave him, like, a big hug on yeah, stage. Yeah. But how awesome is that for her, being a young actress and getting to go to all these conventions? She's going to get to go hang out in London. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, what? Like it, it, I just can't imagine at that age, like, trying to process what's, like, what's happening. Yeah. Like, it's a lot. Thinking of, like, yeah, as a 10-year-old kid, you're like, yeah, what's going on? But it, yeah, it'll be amazing. And, you know, I think, yeah, I really, she's gotten so much love and deservedly so. Yeah. yeah. And then, oh, we got uh, Indira Varma. Oh, yeah. So Tala, so yes. she's going to be there, which is cool. I love her because she, she's done a lot of great stuff. She was in Game of Thrones and then she was in 
she's just in a lot of random stuff that you don't realize till you rewatch it and then you see her. Like I was watching an episode of Law and Order the other day, an old episode, and she was on there. <laughs> no yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she she was cool. I I actually wish they didn't kill her. To be honest, I I wish she yeah. was a. Uh, Kind of stuck around in the Star Wars universe a little bit, but uh, yeah, yeah. She's, she seems super nice and super cool. This is a good and addition. And then, so that's the that's the last one so far, right? So it's track. not bad, yeah, not bad for a start. But they're gonna save like the big boys for last, which they always do. Like I remember, mm. Hewing was literally the very last one, and it was like two three weeks before celebration that they announced it. Mm. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. Sit back and wait. All right. So next I got this Thrawn article. So I know you just did a, a theory about Thrawn and Moff Gideon yeah. and how they probably know each other, which I'm on that same page. And I think you're right. And we, yeah, we, we like, we kind of have to see it. I mean, it only makes sense in Mandal season three. Like who does Moff work for? They mentioned Thrawn in that Ahsoka episode. Like he has to be under, under him. Like he has yeah. to. Yeah. And my, my thinking is, is like, that's like, there's like all the in-universe reasons, but like the out-of-universe reason to me as well is that they will want to be pumping all the people watching Mando to go watch Ahsoka. So I, yep. I think they might actually like introduce Thorn and like we actually see him uh, at the end of the season or, or somewhere where we actually meet him and people get really intrigued and go, oh, who's this Thrawn guy? And, yep. and kind of backdoor hey if you want to know more like watch ahsoka but yeah like for sure like i yeah that video i did i was like they they will absolutely know each other and i think he'll probably i have like 70 percent he'll show up in this season <laughs> yeah i i think he might too like i think so or at the very least we'll see like his white uniform they'll pan down you'll see his white uniform then you'll see like a blue yes. hand and right away you'll know Ooh. it's Thrawn. So Ooh, it that, might that be would like be a good tease, reveal. Tease. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. everyone's yeah. been like, if you know, you know, that's Thrawn. So, yeah. yeah, for sure. So it was like kind of rumored for the longest that Lars Nicholson, who's the voice actor of Thrawn and Rebels, was going to play him in live action. But it wasn't mm. like officially confirmed. But in this article, I guess they kind of asked him recently if uh if he was gonna be it and what he said was i'm aware of that yes well i haven't had the offer but yeah sure like he would play thrawn so mm. do you think he is just playing coy because like you know he can't say kind of like mm. remember Qui remember qui-gon before kenobi um liam neeson yeah he was like yeah they didn't call me and then we see him at the end and i almost cried seeing him at the end of kenobi yeah for sure it's it's really tough these days because it really is 50-50. Like when an actor yeah. comes out and says something like that, it's either like it's absolutely truth. They really haven't been con contacted or nothing's really happening with them at all. And it's like, okay, that we can cut them out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, or the other 50% is, yeah, he, just like what you said, he's like so perfectly covering up the fact that he's in it and it's him. So it's yeah. like, okay, which which is it going to be? It's like such a 50-50 split. Uh, if, but of what it could be, but you know, I, I I can see it not being Lars. I I can see them recasting that maybe to someone that has a better you know st facial structure Bone or something. Structure, Cause, yeah, yeah, because Thrawn's very specific looking as much as he is blue, but you know yeah. just his height and his face facial shape. Uh, but um, 
So it, it could be someone else. It could be. Clearly. Yeah. And I think that might be okay. Yeah, I think it'd be fine. Like, if they do it, it'll be okay. But if it is him, I'm just going to appreciate that so much more. Just like how mm-hmm. Bo-Katan yeah. is the same actress. Oh, like, yes. You, you just close your yeah. eyes and you can picture both of them, the animated and the live action, because it's because it's her. So mm. hopefully we get that withdrawn. But I guess we'll may, maybe at a... Maybe at celebration, we'll see. Maybe he'll Ooh, walk out on stage at the Ahsoka panel and just everyone will go nuts. That would be a great so. reveal, I think, actually. Because I think it's for, like, the broader, like, you know, casual fans that they don't know too much about Thrawn or, you know, anything about his character. But for the deeper fans that will be at celebration, I think, you know, if if, if Lars Mikkelsen came out on stage, like, everyone knows who that guy is and will be like, oh, yeah. oh my God, it's happening. Yeah. yeah. So For sure. I guess we'll have to wait and see. All right. So the next one I got, I think you'll like this one a lot. So more Ooh, like yeah. more more little uh like snippets. I guess they interviewed like uh Hewan McGregor recently and it kind of I think he kind of mentioned the same thing that he's been saying that mm-hmm. uh that he'd be happy to do it again, he'd be happy to work with Hayden. I hope we get a chance to do it. So that's at least like the second or third interview where he said that. So what do you think about a Kenobi season two? And I know you mentioned you like Kenobi a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big Kenobi fan. I think like I have my criticisms of it. There was some like, you know, kind of production things I thought they could have done better, but overall yeah. I really loved the whole premise and I, I liked the way they portrayed Ewan and, and oh, Kenobi um, and mm-hmm kind of his character arc but I, I think there's still more to the story i think there's stuff so with qui-gon much. we could actually uh explore and things with the force force ghosts and have a very force centric show I, I think i mentioned this somewhere on some podcast but talking about uh-huh. how you know andor was very like uh explicitly like oh we're not going to touch on the force at all we're not talking about jedi it's like this whole other different type of story yep. i feel like kenobi season two could be a very like the the flip of that being like this is a really force centric story and explores like you know Kenobi trying to learn how to you know meditate deeper in the force to understand how to be a force ghost and all these kind of deep Star Wars force things so yeah I, I would be super super keen for a season two I think there's more story to tell yeah me too like I would love to see him and Qui-Gon training like that just would right, be so yeah. amazing, so epic. But like, it just would worry me a little if they like kind of just included extra things we didn't want to see. Um, I like the yeah. show overall, but like, there's just a couple things. One thing was kind of like the music. Like, it it kind of was like a bait and switch when the trailer, the first trailer that drops, you have Duel of the Fates, and I went, I was so hyped to hear it. But then the whole mm. show, there's none of those songs, nothing like yeah. that. And, like, in Tales of the Jedi, that episode with Yaddle, like, that song when they were fighting was a new song, but it kind of sounded like Duel of the Fates. It kind of sounded like Battle of the Heroes. It was a mix. Mm. Like, it would have been nice to get stuff like that. And um, the whole thing with Reva, I didn't mind her, but I think I would prefer her in, like, another show. Only because that's Mm. just me being selfish, because I want more Hayden and Hewan. I want more screen time with them. And I also don't understand how she got stabbed twice and is alive <laughs> and survived yeah. and, know, and knows that Luke is Anakin's son. Like, that just, yeah. like, 
it just little things like that irk yeah. me a little bit. I, I totally agree with you. I think specifically speaking of Reva is that the thing about Reva I really love is that her whole character arc and character concept was really well set up. But my issue with it is is similar to what you've said here is that it, I didn't really feel her place in the story fitted really well. Um, yeah. You know, kind of it, it overshadowed a little bit of what Kenobi was doing. I think the finale was so fantastic and his confrontation with, yeah. with Anakin was just so moving. It was some of the most moving Star Wars I've seen. And yep. I, I didn't enjoy, like, I was so wrapped up in the moment, seeing what the dialogue was and hearing what's happening. And and then we, like, cut to Reva, like, running oh. in the desert. For me, that, that took away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And like when I watched that back, I watched just YouTube cuts where people edit it, where it's just that the Vader and um and uh Obi Wan nonstop, and they cut out the Reva stuff, so it just flows yeah. smoother. Yeah, and I, there's yeah. a couple, there's a couple where they add in Duel of the Fates or Battle of the Heroes, so it's kind of epic mm. if you watch those cuts on YouTube. Yeah, it's real fun. Super fun. It's amazing. I'm, I've, got, I've got to check that out because that's like, yeah, that's uh, that annoys me. So I'm going to go look at that because that would be insane. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like I remember watching it live and it, I was so into it, but then it would cut to her fighting Ben and Aunt Beru and chasing Luke. Like, I, I don't want to see that. I want to see this. This is the most epic like mm. meetup that we're going to get in a, a long time. And mm. yeah, just that dialogue and just when his mask cut open and his voice changed between Anakin and Vader. Oh, oh so that was good. just beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. So I don't know if they do another one, I'll watch it. I just hope they learn from the feedback from the first one. Mm. Yeah, so. for sure. All right. So up next. Oh, Mando trailer. So uh, I'm sure you saw that Mando yeah. trailer just dropped. It shattered like tons of crazy records. I think it was like 84 or like 85 million views in 24 hours. Something 83.5 million views in its first go. 24 wow. hours. I think Kenobi had the record before that at like 56 million. So yeah, right. this one destroyed it. How uh, how did you feel after watching that trailer? Yeah, I the past couple trailers of the past few shows we've gotten, I've been a little bit disappointed. But this one I really love. I actually really enjoyed this trailer. I think because season two of Mando's trailer was, they could barely show us anything because most of the show was massive cameos coming in. So it yeah. was really only like him flying the Razor Crest like around that ice planet. Like that was mainly that season two trailer. So this trailer I found much more enjoyable because we just saw a lot more things. We saw okay, but there's going to be other Mandos involved. There's going to be different types of Mandalorian clans and things. We're, we're going to Mandalore. We've seen, like, Mandalore twice now in the teaser trailer as well. And, you know, the armor is back in it. Um, you know, Grogu has some more powers. Like, I just feel like we got so much more from this trailer, yeah. and I, I really enjoyed the the speed of it. It was very uh, action-packed. No, it was. Mm. It was great. So I enjoyed it a lot. The one before it, we kind of saw. Were you in the Mando Plus panel in Anaheim? Yes. On, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like the 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 first two trailers that dropped like after that, we already saw it. So like it wasn't as enjoyable for us because we saw it already. But this one yeah. was all new and different. So that was great. That um, what blew my mind was just how they showed an Order sixty six scene in the trailer. Like 
you would think that that's such a big deal. Yeah. They would say that as a surprise in the show. That goes to show that whatever they have in the show is going to blow that out of the water, which is nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be beyond that, more than that. So, and, yeah, it's yeah. a good tease. <laughs> yeah. It's a good so, tease. <laughs> and, and, like, it's funny seeing everyone's theory because I have a million theories on who's behind that door. Mm. And, like, I, I mean, more than likely it should be Anakin or the 501st because that hologram from Revenge of the Sith, if you rewatch it, it looks legit like all those Jedis that were in there that he fights mm. in, like, in, like, yeah. So yeah, that'd be insane if it was Hayden and we got to see him like chopping those those uh Jedi's up. But like mm. a crazy one that that I kind of had in my mind, and then one of the guys on New Rock Stars had, and on mm. Monday Theory said it like kind of jokingly, but kind of serious, and it kind of makes sense. Is what if that's Darth Maul? <laughs> oh yeah, he's still alive. So so think about it. So huh. right now, right now, that's when at the end of Clone Wars season seven, he took the ship, escaped from Ahsoka, right? So he has a ship. Oh, dude, he yeah. He has the Darksaber still. So that that light that's breaking the door, it's not any color. That could be the Darksaber. And he is so mm. mad at Palps for killing his brother, Savage. And maybe he knows that, you know, Palps wants Grogu to clone for something. Maybe he's like, I'm going to take him and use him to get back at Palpatine. I mean, that's kind of a mm. wild theory, but like, it's possible. Yeah, it's a wild theory, but I'm kind of down for it. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I like that. I like that story. Because like you said, I think Maul has a, it's got a lot of reason. Like we, you could easily come up with a very logical reason why he's he yeah. went back to Coruscant and got involved, took Grogu or was uh was there for it. and you know what it actually also still ties in to Mandalorian very much being the dark saber and i think yeah. they're going to like it's they're going to have a lot more law on the dark saber and the meaning of it especially cuz we're kind of talking about oh who's going to rule mandalore you know maybe yeah. they'll do not just a flashback for grogu but flashbacks of the dark saber and who the the journey it's kind of been on as if it was like yeah. <laughs> its own character um but yeah, no, I I like that theory. That's it's wild, but anything can happen. <laughs> yeah, I would oh and it just would be hilarious to me to see all the merchandise released later with Darth Maul holding baby Grogu. Like it just it just would be so <laughs> funny. Such an evil, sinister looking guy and little baby Yoda like cute little like, green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I, I guess it. we'll we'll see, but mm. I just they probably won't show that scene until deep into the show yeah. and i don't know if, if i see uh feloni over there at a, a celebration i'm gonna be like bro is it mall you could tell me like let me know please <laughs> just please sh just yeah it's all right you can tell me come on oh i love it so all right let me see what we got next so yeah mando is gonna be a banger the, the whole month of of march is a very intense month so oh yeah have... it is full on it is full on for us creators to cover <laughs> the month of march is very packed we have five episodes of mando we have i think five episodes of bad batch including the finale we have mm. jedi survivor and i want to say there's something else star wars ish in march something else but march is a is a, a heavy month yeah, it's it's super packed, and because we also had 
when does that book for before Survivor comes oh, out? Oh, it's March 9th. March 9th. Yeah, yeah. A week that's before the game. As well, so. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're cranking it out. March is the uh, the big month, which is interesting because you know celebrations in April. I thought yeah. maybe they would have, you know, amped it up for April, but uh, yeah, but March is going to be a great month. It's going to be. I feel like we're going to be very satisfied as Star Wars fans that month. I was kind of being selfish, and I was hoping that Amanda would premiere in April, like in yeah. London. So I was kind of hoping it kind of would have been like the Kenobi thing, like a red carpet Mando premiere mm-hmm. in London, but. I mean, it's fine. We'll get it March for everybody, I suppose. <laughs> but, you know, I, I actually agree with you there. I think I, I was super surprised that they didn't actually push it back. So then, you know, Bad Batch could have its finale on its own. Yeah. And then, and then yeah, Premier Mando in celebration. That was very yeah, successful for Kenobi. Yeah. That's so weird because whenever the Bad Batch finale airs, I'm going to watch Mando first because, like, I want to see who we're yeah. going to see. And then I'll go to Bad Batch but it's not going to be as like meaningful. Like I'm not going to wake up all oh, bad batch finale. Like I'm going to wake up mm. Mando first, then bad batch. So yeah, yeah for sure. I guess we'll see. So I saw this, uh, I think this news dropped earlier today or yesterday, but that Ubisoft open world star Wars game that they're doing, they just hired mm. the battlefront Two creative director. So that could be very, very good because maybe all their ideas from Battlefront 3, that the game that never was made, he'll incorporate in this open world game that's supposed to be massive. So what are mm. your thoughts on that? Uh, that? that's I think that's fantastic news. Obviously, Battlefront, the new Battlefronts did very well. And, you know, people are still going, hey, we need Battlefront 3. So hopefully this is yeah. just an expansion of that. And, uh, yeah, the whole premise of just at an open world Star Wars universe. It's just like amazing, amazing. I know, I know. I hope it's like truly open world and you could be or do whatever you want. Like you could be a Mandalorian, you could be a moisture farmer, you could be a smuggler. Like (laughs) I would have endless fun doing a game Mm. like that. So yeah, yeah, I guess we'll see. It's it's promise. It's very good news that they brought him on actually. That that is very positive news yeah no it is for sure so the last part i got for the show is just showing some new like collectibles and stuff that are Mm -hmm. that'll be releasing somewhat soon so before i show that what kind of what kind of star wars collectibles are you into like the funko stuff Mm -hmm. the hasbro stuff the vintage collection stuff what's your star wars fix yeah that's a it's a super good question i think um it's I I'm a lot more like kind of sentimental with what it is. Like I do have a few Funkos, yeah, and you know I, I collect my Legos that I like, but it's like I have to have some like deep relationship Connection. with it. Like like yeah. my favorite piece is this like Lego Jedi Starfighter from Plo Koon, and I got it for my like eleventh birthday, and it's the first oh, wow. piece of Star Wars Lego I've ever owned. Um, and like it's you know it's not like the greatest thing in the world, but it's like that sentimental thing of it's like meaning, oh, this yeah. is like you my first Star Wars Lego thing. So, I mean, I'm pretty into the Star Wars Lego scene. Um, I feel like that if yeah to put an answer to it, it would be Star Wars Lego. I think I I have a lot of yeah. So that is actually perfect because the three things we're gonna look at are new Lego releases. Yes, so... let's go. Let's go. First one is command uh Captain Rex. Just where's helmet. my money? Just yeah, I have have all my money. It's 
It's perfect. It's so good. I'm going to eat this up. I'm going to get it. Uh, I'm already going to pre-order it. I think it, is it open for pre-order? It's open for pre-order now on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, I think from Lego site, it actually releases March 1st. So there's right. three of them that released. Yeah. On March 1st. So another thing in the month of March to look forward to. <laughs> so, yeah. So much happening. Yep. Oh. So the first one is Captain Rex. The next one is the boy Commander Cody. And like yeah, I believe that's the... that's phase one. That's phase one, Cody. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is interesting that they went with that. Yeah. Yeah. But he looks good. He looks so good. Yeah. So same thing with that. It drops March first, and then the last one was pretty. Is pretty cool too. Bausch Leia. Yeah, I, I would never have picked this. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so all those are dropping in March. So. um I'll probably head to the Lego store that morning right after I watch the first episode of Mando. And mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to grab uh, Cody and Rex like right away. Like they just, it's just so cool. They look so good. They look so good. Yeah. It's, again, yeah. that March 1st is going to be, what a bang to that month. That was going to, yeah. what a day. It's going to be a busy day for Star Wars fans. Yeah. Oh, no, but very, for very sure. Cool. So that's the last thing that I have. So what can we expect next from you on your channel that we could look forward to yeah for sure well uh pretty much i'm just i'm just amping up ready for mando the live streams every week i think we're going to talk more predictions uh i've started uh like the video we mentioned uh before i've started a little bit of like a mini mando mondays where every monday i drop a kind of a prediction video of what's going to happen what are we going to see mm -hmm. um but uh yeah currently i'm reading through the visual uh not visual diaries. What are they called? Visual dictionaries of, uh, yeah. of all the prequels at the moment, uh, which is super fun. And I'm doing that live, and it, I can't, I can't ever tell. Those books are half canon and half not canon, uh, but it's actually super entertaining. Kind of this far on from the prequels and, and going through those visual dictionaries and seeing all the little facts and, and details they had in there. Um, but yeah, we started with the Phantom Menace last week, and that was super fun. Super. Oh, th this week nice. a couple of ago. And it was super fun. So yeah, I'm gonna be continuing with that on the on the channel. It's gonna be super fun. Nice. All right. So guys, I'm gonna put Hannah's information in the description below. Be sure to subscribe and check her out. And that's gonna be it for this episode of Sith Talk. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.